upstairs and suppress the recording. <laughs> All right, we're live. And uh, we're live. <laughs> Welcome back to Now More Than Ever, uh, America's greatest <laughs> and most original podcast created by geniuses. Absolutely. Couldn't have put it better. Um, I'm Shade, as you may know. <laughs> And I'm Maya, as others may know. And together we make the team of Now More Than Ever. And we have to discuss a controversy that's come up. Very disturbing. About our name. Very disturbing. Highly disturbing. It's come to our attention that um, another uh, podcast, something of a rival of ours i think we can all acknowledge i think that's acknowledged on both sides um absolutely they've basically made it as clear as possible at this point yeah i think there's really no beating around the bush um but yeah red scare podcast has ripped off our name and titled an episode now more than ever i mean mostly i feel sad for them that they have to stoop this low rip off our idea it's yeah, pathetic really, really think about it. Going downhill quickly. Um, it's clear that they view us as a threat. They are the threat. Yes. And are trying to use their platform, which is much larger than ours. Um, arguably. Obviously, yeah. arguably. Well, they cheated their way to the top. <laughs> <laughs> um, using their larger platform to silence us, to suppress our voices. Um, and Classic. I really think just lay like claim to the idea before right. before our huge audience makes its way to us. I think a lot of the um, a lot of their former listeners have kind of trickled into our absolutely <laughs> our audience, no, our think... listening base. <laughs> yeah, I can see a lot of crossover there. Um, I also am going to say, you know, imitation is the highest form of flattery. So. Thank you, ladies. Peace to <laughs> if them. If you're listening, which you are. Which you are. <laughs> Peace to them. Peace, Peace to, to you. them. Yeah. God yeah. bless them. God bless them. <laughs> uh, God help them. God help them. They need it. Uh, <laughs> we all do. <laughs> Woo, okay. Wow. Um, should we discuss? Should we start introducing our yeah. topic? Yeah, well, we all hint- we hinted at it last week um, that we would be discussing skin, skin mm-hmm. in all its forms. Heard of it? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I'm already hysterical. I, me too. I feel fully <laughs> out of control. I feel like um, this I might be your magnesium best supplements today because I felt so. M O M milk of magnesium. <laughs> No, I think that's the stuff that is like a laxative. Oh, yeah. There's one like milk of mag, magnesium, magnesium or something that like yeah. makes you shit. And then there's one that's just like supposed to be like calm you down. It could make you shit too, though. Yeah, true. Anything could happen. Well, <laughs> I'm glad we got that out of the way. You can't see, but I'm crying. <laughs> Um, you guys like this stuff? <laughs> this is good for you guys. <laughs> it feels good for me. <laughs> well, 
What I love about our listeners is that they're loyal. They're so loyal. They're so fucking loyal. They're so loyal that they haven't turned it off by now. No, they're right here. We can get to the content, which is uh, three, two, one, right now. Skin. Skin is the topic of discussion today. I'm just getting look at you. That's <laughs> right. Look. look at you, Shane. Don't even look. Don't even look. I'm not even in the camera. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> can you can you talk oh okay so sure i love to talk um we're talking about skin we're talking about skin we're talking about skin care uh, makeup oh, we're gonna talk about makeup we're gonna talk about beauty celebrity celebs we're gonna talk about and this was great timing for us um chloe kardashian Reveal timing a new face yesterday we were not ready for that no she went you. public she's like used her quarantine in a way that i kind of expect a lot of the stars the rich and famous to use their quarantine which is that it's a great time to sort of like retreat get some nice uh like plastic surgery and then kind of come back out and like so so you think that picture is showcasing the work or is it I have to I just I mean it seems augmented but beyond the the bounds of what might be possible through like other um sort of like physical alterations you could make through like makeup. I don't know exercise or makeup or mm-hmm. like you know doing things to, I, it just seems yes. like beyond that yes um which like what, I read it your... as like pure photoshop like you can see the eye has been like shifted yes. slightly, like to yes. uh, widen the eyes. Um, yes. My friend pointed out that her necklace, you can see like one string of it, one side, and then the other side is complete, completely blended in to her like clavicle area. Ooh. It's just like so smooth. Yeah. It um, looks like when you do like a panorama view on your iPhone, but it like glitches out your face. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. So it's yes. like slightly shifted, just a little wider, a little more off than usual. Yeah. I think her nose looked really odd. Yeah. Um, as well as the mouth. As mm-hmm. well as the, uh, the mouth, the mouth and like chin area is where I'm yeah. gonna hypothesize like where some sort of like physical augmentation and cuts and suctions they brought maybe her jaw forward or something yeah very possible listen we're not doctors (laughs) we're not experts we're not experts but we have eyes we do have eyes we can see and we did see that i mean i guess what felt i was kind of bummed i mean whatever like when people get plastic surgery sometimes it looks fucking cool whatever but a lot of times it seems like people just end up with the same faces yes or they just look like they're always like they all go to the same doctors i feel like yeah i I definitely think that's part of it that they're going to like the same three people and so yeah like one of three faces but also it just like looks like you're always wearing like a little instagram filter it just it's kind of a bummer i mean it doesn't really it's it's pretty boring to have everyone sort of look that same way. Well, it's weird too because I think a lot of people see the Kardashians as the blueprint of this, which is yeah. like 
an a forced, you know, ethnically ambiguous, you know, borrowing from appropriating, like, uh-huh. uh, uh, well, it's it's more just like brownface or or bordering on blackface, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the the fake tanning and literally coloring their skin darker. I mean, I yeah. Did you see definitely. the video of um Kendall or not Kendall, uh, Courtney and and Kim uh, beating the shit out of each other? Yes, oh, yes. 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 love that video. Okay, so when. <laughs> Courtney smacks Kim's head against the wall. You can see this like, like a print. I swear to God, a print, an orange print. Oh my God! Wow. Against okay. the wall, and it's like seeing that on like the stark white wall. It really makes you realize how. I, I actually don't think I've seen it. I was thinking of the one where like the old school from Keeping Up with the Kardashians, where they oh. hit each other with purses. Like Kim is like, "You fucking bitch!" And no, like, it's with a purse. different. This is okay. also Keeping Up with the Kardashians, but this has, I'll, I'll send you the video. It, it spurred it. a controversy. I think Courtney left the show. I think I just, a long time like, coming. to my point. Um, mm-hmm. She doesn't have the stamina, the personality for it, I don't think. No, and I think good for her. Get out. Get out while you can. Get out while you can, absolutely. Um, uh, this is all to say that uh, there is a scary and very odd and very disturbing trend among celebrities to look less like themselves and more like an ethnically ambiguous um woman with Mm -hmm. hardly you could hardly call the features realistic even right i mean the over like overlined lip um perfectly flawless skin obviously photoshopping and and editing photos has always mm-hmm. been a big part of like the fashion industry, modeling, blah, blah, blah. But this is like seeping into social media and how people do their makeup and how people present. And it's become very perverse, in my opinion. Yes, I think that's the perfect word. Um, I also, yeah, I mean, there's just like a lot of we kind of talked about this, like the two trends that you maybe see are sort of what you're talking about in terms of like sort of trying to meet in this sort of ethnically ambiguous area where a lot of like fair-skinned women are sort of like Kim. I mean, she's had videos where she's like, oh my gosh, like ignore my my hands. Yeah, they're so pale. That's the color of your skin. Like, yeah, what are you talking about? You could be wearing like a foundation that matches that. Like you, you don't have to be going like where you're going. No, but it's either that or it's the sort of like no makeup makeup look. Like, yes, the Glossier trend of being like, like you said privately, you basically already have to have perfect skin. And then you just kind of like put a gloss on and like spike your brows up or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, I guess I like that one trend that I do like that sort of come back is the like bushy eyebrow look. Cause I like that too. I like, I'm like happy to not fuck with my eyebrows and just to like spike them up. I'm like very pleased with that. Yes. That's- As someone who has very thick eyebrows and, and, you have a strong brow, yeah. I have a strong brow. Nice, strong I was, brow. I was made fun of. It's funny because I was totally bullied for this yeah. as a kid, having really thick eyebrows. 
Um, and now, guess what? Guess what, bitches? Everyone guess what, blondies? Wishes they had Good luck. <laughs> okay. All right. Now, I'm just going to reference a post that I sent you recently, which I really appreciated. This is, um, who was it? Janae Aiko, I think is how you say oh, her last yeah. name. Um, some, some fan in the comments section of an Instagram post, a selfie of hers was like, you need to tell us what your skincare routine is. You have perfect skin, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And she says, essentially, that uh, twice a year, mm-hmm. she gets a $1,500 uh, skin treatment. She said that it's like a, it's like, creates micro- all these little scabs, yeah, microdermabrasion yeah. or whatever, yeah, yeah, and it yeah, creates yeah. these scabs that, like, basically, like, forces a complete skin shed. Yeah. And a then com- she uses... Like an intense a- chemical peel that... Exactly. Uses. Exactly. So twice a year she gets that, um, and then listed a host of other very, very expensive products and treatments that she does. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I mean, you got to appreciate honesty at right. a certain point. It's like, you know what? Thanks for, thanks for demystifying that for me because this is what everyone is doing and yes. no one is telling you. This, people who have the means to do this are absolutely doing, uh, highly expensive hundreds of dollars like chemical peels or thousands of dollars like derma abrasion I don't even know what that is but like no whatever that is scary um or you're like Kim Kardashian and you get a blood facial which is let's talk about that yeah very scary very what do you what do you know about this it feels very like um, middle ages versailles-esque yeah like yes it feels like middle ages it also feels very like pre-french revolution like we are just gonna take like some people just are so insanely wealthy they're literally like doing blood masks and yes whose blood is it let's let's ask that question I mean, the first thing <laughs> that comes to mind is like virgin blood. Is it the blood of virgins? Is you it? I want to know. Kim? Kim? Kim, if you're listening. Who's is it? Who's is it? Sweetie? <laughs> we really need to know. It's very important that you come forward and be honest about I'm punching your face. Um, is it like stem cell something? Okay, so there could be such. I don't want to give any insane alt right listener like more fodder Mm -hmm. for like the pro-life movement or whatever but this is like one of those things where people could latch onto it and be like it's Planned Parenthood (laughs) providing baby's blood you know imagine Planned Parenthood is like secretly like the Planned Parenthood to Kim Kardashian (laughs) facial pipeline is like alive and well we fucking cracked that conspiracy wide open (laughs) this is the this is the work we are doing for the listeners everywhere (laughs) i mean it's it i scientists hate this (laughs) scientists hate yeah we're truth tellers here so we gotta watch our back that's why i gotta go put my phone in the fridge so nobody can yeah (laughs) no i um i mean it's a good segue too because you and I have talked about this um, many, many, many times over about <laughs> our particular odd, um, <laughs> odd skin tendencies. Um, 
And what I like about the Kim K blood facial thing is that it's very disturbing yes, and disgusting. Yeah. Uh, it's like very, bo- it's like a very bodily, exactly. Yeah. Horrifying, like body, very sensual and, um, yes. I mean, demonic even, you could say. Yes, very demonic. Uh, practice. I mean, I'll, I'll give myself a blood facial with my own damn blood. I'll do it. <laughs> You've been doing it since day one. She yeah, I've been know. doing that for a long time now. So, <laughs> so could you tell us a little bit more about? Maybe I mean, you're... yeah. Do we want to get, you know, compulsive? Do we want to talk about habits of skin? No, it I mean, could be a good time. I think a, I think one of the reasons we were so excited to talk about this because this is something that when we were planning this podcast in the first place and we were talking about potential ideas for episodes. This is one of the first things that we talked about. Uh, but yeah, I, I certainly have a lot of compulsive habits related to my skin that involve uh, like biting my nails, biting my cuticles, like eat, like biting a lot of my skin. Um, and then of course with my face, any sort of like blemish any sort of like raised thing anything like that I'm gonna pick at it same with scabs like when I was a kid I used to like scrape my knees a fair amount so happy to do it because that was something that I enjoyed I enjoyed the scab process like and I was very you know like I could tell you a lot about scabs because I have a lot of experience in that area like I could tell you what the skin would look like in like a middle healing process Mm. when you take Mm. the scab off like what Mm -hmm. I, you know, there's a lot, I know a lot because I've yes, done a lot of research, you you I've do. done a lot of personal research. Now, people in my life who care about <laughs> my well-being have had some things to say about this. Um, for example, stop picking, <laughs> stop biting. I've heard that one. Stop, stop, stop. Now, I've... <laughs> Once, what they don't seem to understand, I, if I could just chime in here, is that once you get going, there There's is no, no going stopping back. the train. There's no okay? turning back. There's no turning back. There is one direction, and that's forward. All gas, no brakes. <laughs> that's right. The acceleration. Pedal to the metal, baby. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and, yeah, I've been uh, there. It just, it feels delicious. I mean, it absolutely is like... A, a kind of a high like I can't I mean but I just I have a lot of compulsive behaviors generally I gotta say mm-hmm. like even when I was a kid I, I sucked my thumb a little too long let's say that and oh, yeah? after that I went straight to biting my nails in elementary school it's the perfect I sucked perfect my thumb transition into elementary school into first maybe second grade was encouraged to stop did <laughs> They said I was going to get buck teeth if I didn't stop. <laughs> that was a motivator. Guys, this is personal. This is serious, okay? Yeah. And then but, I went straight immediately to biting my nails after that. Well, I think that's in line with what some call an oral fixation, which is yes, very common. I, have. I I would relate to that. I think I was recently uh, diagnosed formally as mm-hmm. obsessive compulsive. So. Mm-hmm. I would characterize a lot of my childhood behaviors looking back now as classic childhood expressions yes. of OCD. 
Right. Um, how that's evolved to a present day. <laughs> um, you see a lot of the skin picking. Mm-hmm. Uh, see a lot I have a dirty little secret, which is that I love to just pick around up in my scalp. I mean, and it's a kinda, mine. It's an absolute yeah. treasure trove. It's a treasure trove up there. If you haven't tried it, <laughs> try it. Hot tip. Get on it. Hot tip. Scratch your scalp <laughs> once in a while. See what comes off. Because there's nuggets up there. You would not believe. <laughs> you would not believe would the truth. You find. <laughs> Secrets. I mean, that kind of expo- like bodily exploration, I mm-hmm. feel like. I know that it's inherently disgusting, like, mm-hmm. so we're yet, told. there's something delicious about reveling in no. your own bodily I love it. refuse. I absolutely love it. Couldn't have said it better myself. I mean, I think for me, it did kind of begin as like a self-soothing thing, like mm-hmm. always like having yeah. my mouth and, and <laughs> like picking at myself and just like touching myself. Like, yeah, yeah. You're just making sure you're still alive. And, yeah. I mean, it was very like a, absolutely was a sort of means of self-soothing. And I find a very clear correlation for me between if I'm feeling really anxious, I'm going to, I'm going to bite my nails. I'm absolutely yeah. the first place I'm going to go. Stress relief. A stress relief. And then, but as with a lot of things that can be soothing, I could take it too far. Mm. I absolutely can get to a point where I'm like biting my nails and they're all bleeding and like all my, it's just a like, bloody like stump of a nail. The mess, it's stumpy. <laughs> and it like hurts. Cause I'm like, I use my mm. hands to like, you know, interact with the world. This yeah. is like, the world and mm. when it's like like in the winter when it's like super fucking cold and i like my nails trapped down, like, little scabs. And i'm like that is when i'm like up oh, i've taken it too far i've done mm-hmm. too much yes well and there's a big shame component there too of like shame <laughs> that is a great great topic of discussion because that is the 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 worst outcome of any skin picking that i've done is this yes deep regret and shame of what have I done to my face um I've always had the impression that I don't have great skin like that I have you know I have some hyperpigmentation I get acne um I get dry skin sometimes I've generally like what you would call combination skin which Mm, is same oily and dry in different places um but what I fail to mention uh, to dermatologists or uh, even like online consultations when I'm like researching products, Mm -hmm. right, is that I compulsively, without fail, will ruin any (laughs) moment of clear skin I've ever, I've ever reached with just constant touching, which, you know, Mm -hmm. I get a lot everyone gets a little dirt on their fingers just throughout we've the all day done it. some yeah. oil we've all done it mm-hmm. we've all been there and then i just i just rub that in you yeah. know through the course yeah. of the day into my pores which yes. creates you know obviously you can imagine some acne here some acne yes. there yes. um and then what Relatable. what i and then the cycle reaches a point of like purging so i see 
I see the acne you I've plant created. The seeds. And then yeah. You plant the seed, you reap what you sow. Yes. I reap what I sow. <laughs> I pop those fuckers. Okay? Yes. Yes. I excavate. Mm-hmm. No, it's a pro it's a cyclical sort of process. I I feel very like what everything that you're saying, I'm like very much relating yes. to. Because I yeah, I mean I have a similar experience where I'll also have a period of like clear skin and then either you know gluten gluten's a big mm. sometimes i'll that'll be a cause whatever but certain things like either i'll eat something or i'll like be touching or whatever mm-hmm. and then it's playtime then it's go time <laughs> then it's and now we get into it thinking, now we're into it yeah and any little thing i mean again also when i'm like uh bored and bored for me also feels like there's a lot of just like ambient energy. Like I'm kind of like a high strung mm-hmm. ambient anxiety is going to totally, be there. totally so really going that. in the bathroom lights on all lights on mm-hmm. brighten it up. And I'm flashing. Looking, I'm looking. Yes, <laughs> exactly. And if I'm finding something, I can create a problem very easily yes. where one wasn't before. So in quarantine, how this is manifested for me is I didn't get anything done today. Well, let's get to work let's get something done. let's make a blemish <laughs> and it's just overnight sometimes it's as quick and as just overnight you wake oh. up look at this fresh fresh little lesion i've yeah. created mm. yeah i mean i'm i yesterday i was like having kind of a like a whiny little day and i fucking felt truly like in the moment i feel like it was in the fucking moment i felt a little pimple like pop into my like eyebrow arch and i was like "Ah!" (laughs) it is whoo it's upsetting i mean i'm I'm a very i feel like you know maybe due to some fault of my own maybe due to the fault of others i'm a vain i'm a very vain person i would say due to the fault of others i I don't think you need to blame blame my mommy and daddy we live in a society we live in a fucking society and uh you know all those pressures whatever blah, blah, blah. i'm vain i'm absolutely vain <laughs> and i absolutely do not like to feel like again that's where the shame comes into where mm-hmm. in the moment i'm like i'm really loving it i'm having a time am i loving it or am i like can i not stop you know mm. but then after it's like so red and what have i done what have i done out of the bathroom and just having yes. someone else even look at me like especially someone like you know who is close enough to me to be like what are you what did you just do what have you done people what did you do what did you just do and it's like we all show me your hands we know what i did we know what happened (laughs) don't look at me talk about it (laughs) absolutely so i hope anyone else you guys relate (laughs) just in the comments section you can go ahead and and uh detail your fun little um exploits absolutely feel free to Mm -hmm. comment and respond uh dm DM us on our instagram account um do you like now more than ever podcast now more than ever podcast find us um i think it's also worth mentioning that this is shade season of the year it's gemini season and um i i know that gemini it's kind of associated with the hands. Yeah, actually. hands and arms and shoulders. Hands, arms, 
kind of the tactile energy, the probing absolutely. energy. So I think absolutely. it's very in line with like the mercurial. Yeah, signs, I'm like right? very like, Ooh, a little crafty. Kind of yes. Yeah, we're we're like clapping and then like rubbing our hands together. No, I really I'm very fidgety. Like when I wasn't I mean, I'm just very restless. Like when I'm not it, putting my fingers in my mouth, I'm like used to tap on the desks uh, like mm-hmm. in middle school or high school or elementary. Yeah. I was always tip tip tapping on things. Scribbling on the desk. Like I used to make it my mission. I would get in a class and I'd say by the end of this class, I'm going to have this entire desktop covered with my artwork. Just ballpoint pen. Just, yeah. It's kind of carving it in there yeah, yeah. Oh, i like to go pencil because then you get the satisfaction of erasing too so ah, oh. and then you yes. erase da, da, da. yes so it's always got to be something i feel like mm-hmm. actually when i got a fidget spinner when those were popular that was a big relief for me i think i it like helped with my nail biting uh compulsions because i was just fucking spinning away having the spinning time of my away. fucking life yeah, I mean, I, I carry one around me at all times, actually. Yeah, I have one on my bedside table, yeah. literally, as we speak. That's not a joke. Uh, that is not a joke. That is not, not a, a joke. Drill, fucking joke. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love my fidget spinner. It's very, like, it's hefty. It's got a good feel to it. Um, But, yeah, I'm going to be fucking with something. I'm going to be messing yeah. with something. I'm going to, like, yeah. bar- bartenders hate me because I'll rip up the, the little thing that the, the drink coaster comes down. i do rip up You're posters the, oh it's wrong oh it's okay yeah. my friend steals yeah. posters so that's you better could be a thief i could be a thief i I, like, just... I try to like throw it away myself and like pick it up so i'm not like <laughs> I'm I'm so sorry. <laughs> or i'll like pick off the label off a beer or i do that just, shit too some, i have it's to do something. something i need something under my nail yeah. You need something under my name. Yeah, well, I mean, and you're a classic Virgo, too, so that also Classic applies. Virgo, also ruled by Mercury. Also yeah. very compulsive sign. Mm-hmm. Um, my compulsions, uh, the ones that you, the kind of, um, you know, constant motion that you're talking about for me yeah. is a little more, like, mental, like I'm always counting uh-huh. or, um, or, or following patterns. Mm-hmm. Um, I would play the little games with myself when I was a kid of like, um, I created a mythology actually around, um, the left side of my body was bad and the right side of my body was good. (laughs) Um, so I just took that pretty far in terms of like, I need to let my right foot go first because my left Mm -hmm. foot's going to get my right. You're going to be cursed. And then it's like, yeah, then it's bad. Then you have something bad's going to happen. We play games. We're game playing. Gamers. We're gamers. We're gamers. (laughs) Gamers since day one. Yeah. Um, well, back to skin, I guess. Back to skin. Uh, so maybe let's see. I have some notes here about um, sort of like wellness culture. Mm. Um, well, actually, going off what we were just discussing, which is like what some might see as typically unhealthy behaviors, yeah. um, it kind of stands like as the antithesis to the entire skincare obsession, I would yes. say, cultural obsession with skincare, which is wellness, like you said. Yes. 
That's a good transition point. So like healthy skin means healthy minds. Healthy skin is healthy minds. No, I mean, I think there is something about like wellness culture that's, uh, that is about that, that, I mean, people sort of almost like, you know, unofficially prescribe it as a sort of way to help with like anxiety or depression or uh you know compulsive you know whatever like mm-hmm. people are like you know you need to be drinking your water and do a face mask and you just yeah. do a face mask and drink a glass of wine and but make sure you're drinking more water eight glasses or more and you know this is gonna be this is gonna help you relax it's gonna help you relax and then you're gonna be a better mm-hmm. person because you're gonna be more well you're just gonna and, be so well yeah and your external wellness is gonna be reflected in your internal wellness yes and then, and then you'll be a pure you'll be very purified. I mean, there's something about like purity there too, like kind Mm. of an obsession with like, I mean, it's all being clean. It's about being clean. Perfection and whatever. Uh, Unachievable, not realistic. I mean, it is helpful. I mean, when you are going through a phase of, you know, you do feel very depressed. It is very difficult to keep up with certain habits, whatever. Mm -hmm. Of course, something like, some basic hygiene rituals in my experience have absolutely been helpful. A hot shower. It's like, yeah, a shower. Kind of said about it myself. Shower. <laughs> now that is gonna, you know, usually, typically that, you know, does maybe cause a little bit of emotional or mental uplift for a it's moment. It's cathartic. There. I mean, cathartic. absolutely. It's, it's nice. But I mean, and I did say, again, I kind of said this privately, but I do think that all of these, you know, what is, what they're telling you, this is what you have to do to relax, can then just become like another chore or can then become something mm-hmm. that taken too far can also become actually unhealthy. Um, and there are so many things, especially things like related to the body, because, you know, there are so many just external pressures about how bodies should like look and feel and behave. Um, and there's so, I mean, it's just like the constant feeling and the sight of like so much that it just, it, it is like a complicated thing. It's very easy to take something that is supposed to be therapeutic or healing or relaxing or wellness, whatever, and take that to like a place that is, like compulsive or a chore or actually causing like more unhealthy habits, whatever. It just, I'm not, I'm not buying it completely as like, this is definitely a good idea. No, I mean, you know, you need balance with everything. So, so when I was, let's see, I was like 19 or something. I, it was like the pinnacle of a very, difficult time in my life and so one of the things that I was really obsessed with at the time like fixing that is is was my skin Mm -hmm. and so I did some research and I found a dermatologist who had some good reviews Mm -hmm. um I was working at the time I wasn't in school so I was able to make an appointment figure out a treatment option essentially that I could afford it was very expensive um and what was very odd about the appointment was that this woman was not only obsessed or not only sought to address my skin problems like 
you know, acne, hyperpigmentation, whatever, Mm -hmm. that required a change of my diet. Yeah. It required an adjustment to, like, contraceptives. Yes. It, you know, she was like, you need to adjust your expectations based off whether or not you can meet this and this and this and this, which was cutting out a lot of foods. Um, She she also, she kind of gave me some unsolicited advice, which was totally cosmetic, and it was about removing the uh, hair on my upper lip. Oh, it's very, so nice. very yeah. sweet of her to suggest <laughs> to a stranger paying her to help me. <gasps> so nice of her. <laughs> so classy. Ah, that's the word I would use to describe it. Is it was a very classy suggestion. Um. So, yeah, that experience was really interesting because it made me realize, you know, I actually don't care that much about this. Yeah. It didn't make me feel good. It didn't work. She yeah. actually, I, I, I had known that I have a, a bad reaction to benzoyl peroxide, which is a mm-hmm. very common, commonly used yes. skin ingredient. And she had recommended I get a 5% benzoyl peroxide wash to use on my face. Now, I've had, I've given myself a literal chemical peel, Mm -hmm. like totally accidentally from using that ingredient. So I was like, actually, I'm allergic to this. And she said, you can't be allergic to it. If you were allergic to it, you would have always been allergic to it. And I had said I developed an allergy. I don't think that's how allergies work. Actually true. I, I definitely I wish, know people who have developed like severe that, allergies yes, from it happens. use or whatever. This is bodies in the world, right? So, yeah. so I said, well, okay. She she recommended I do a little like swab of it on my arm, and if I got a reaction, then I would take a picture and show her, and then I wouldn't have to use it. And that's exactly what I did. And uh-huh. I did get a reaction and I uh-huh. showed it to her and she was like, well, it's not, that's weird. I've never seen that before. Like she was, oh! it was totally bizarre. Oh, like it wasn't even so like, upsetting. no, it was upsetting because she didn't actually know what she was talking about. Yeah. I, th- I think she, I'm, I wasted a lot of money going yeah. to this lady uh, yeah. who gave me some pretty bad advice. <laughs> um frankly like, some yeah, pretty fucking bad advice fucking bad advice dude um, um but yeah it demystified that side of things of like actually your money doesn't necessarily get you a better treatment right like i got scammed bro yeah like i fully got scammed right by this that person felt. who wasn't listening oh it is so absolutely so frustrating to go to a doctor say, this is my experience with this particular, you said, this is my experience with this particular chemical. Yes. It does not work for my skin. I have a bad reaction to it. And she said, no, actually, no. Blah, 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 blah. It was like, <laughs> yeah, it was that is so unhelpful. So annoying. Um, what am I paying you for? Yeah, why am I here? Why am uh, I here? Wow, very frustrating. Uh, I was seeking perfection. Um. Yeah, I mean, I just, you're, that's a good point that you make too about all of the, like, sometimes contraception can be prescribed to someone who isn't even necessarily, like, wanting to use it for, like, a purely contraceptive purpose, but 
for like cystic acne or skin or something like that. And I think a lot of people have like benefited from this, but it is interesting that really, you know, some of the products that we're putting on our skin, that's not even like the main focus of like what, what may even help. Um, and then, and, and for a doctor too, you know, I don't know. I mean, saying, okay, you got to cut out major food groups or major things she was saying from you your diet. Dairy, you shouldn't yeah. eat a lot of gluten. You shouldn't eat a lot of sugar. And that's very in line with like wellness suggestions. Right. Not even just for skincare, but like holistic just wellness. Period. Yeah. Which, which is also extremely trendy. And I think goes in line with like the the skincare of like the glossier users, which is yes. like healthy body, healthy mind, healthy skin. Yes. Like, it, it all works together. Yes, like, vibes, queens. Yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, which which I feel is actually very stressful. A very stressful yes, mindset to, to keep about your appearance and, and mental health. I just, right. I think that it's, yeah, you know, I don't want to give in to like the compulsive behavior, of course, which right. which doesn't always make me feel better. In fact, it's like a saboteur, um, <laughs> yes. I might say. Yes. Uh, but I also want to be mindful of like whether or not, like you said, is this actually a healthy way of perceiving myself? Right. Well, it. Be- I feel like the the sort of purity aspect of it, it almost like transforms it into like a moral issue. And I feel like a lot of the way that we like conceptualize illness too Mm. also becomes like a moral issue. Like, well, if you were, if you were drinking water and you weren't smoking cigarettes Mm -hmm. and you weren't doing this and you weren't doing that, then you wouldn't be sick. And well, look at you now. Now you're fucking sick because you, you fucked up and you did all these things and you fucking deserve it. And that, that to me is disturbing. I don't, I don't like that. I don't like the like moral, the moralization of illness or the moralization of moralization. Is that a word? It is now. I don't know. It is now. Uh, The the moralization. Uh, I don't like, I feel highly disturbed by, by that aspect Mm -hmm. of it because I don't think that that is right at all. I don't think that you know, that being beautiful or having clear skin is, it's not a virtue, huh? It's frankly no, not a virtue. It's Congratulations. Not a either. I'm happy for you. It's not a virtue. No. And I it's not I, bad to whatever. No, it's not bad to fuck, fuck around and no. get in there once in a while. I'm I mean, to get in there. <laughs> I also think that there's like, it goes in line with the shame thing, right? Of like, okay, so it's, you feel ashamed when you pick your skin, is it better to feel ashamed when you pick your skin or feel ashamed in like, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like when I have like a regimen, which is every once in a while, just give in and I get mm-hmm. a few products. I'm like, this is what I'm doing every single night and every single morning. And like, <laughs> it's going to work and it's going to get me there. <laughs> never spoiler alert. Okay, still have acne to this day. It's fine. It's whatever. Um, but then I feel this weird compulsion and shame around completing that regimen. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I mean, it's like you you take obsessively minded people, and no matter what, 
something yes yeah. we're gonna find a way yeah we're gonna find we a way to survive <laughs> you like knock our heads against the wall yeah you know um, um that's a good point yeah i mean i don't want to feel like i don't want to shame skincare uh regiment users no. because it does feel good i definitely when i, I yeah 100%. and i'm very i feel very chaotic like if i find a couple products i like yes then i'll use that like every day or whatever i'll have like kind of a routine and then when those run out sometimes it'll just be like i'm off the walls then i'm like yeah. it's it's not like i necessarily even go back i just like whatever is around <laughs> like whatever yeah. i find yeah. I, i'm like turn and like around like, but sometimes i i mean i have i have let's i've experienced the benefits of uh of drinking water let's say that i've experienced the yeah. benefits of certain oils and yes. creams and da 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 essences and, yes essences <laughs> um, and that that definitely does feel good i mean we've also talked about the sort of tactile like if i'm gonna be obsessed with touching my face which i am and like just yes. picking and i like can't stop touching shit and just fucking around then if i I can channel that into like a oh mm. I'm adding this oil and I'm rubbing this cream very light gently. upward circle yes. like I'm avoiding the eyes don't touch your eyes like that is a better outlet yes because it's less destructive there's less like blood and you know expulsions involved that's yes. probably better than yes. the other things that I'm doing and sometimes yes. I also notice that if I am like putting something on acne that I have that because I'm like, oh, there's something there that can be something that helps me not uh, not get in there and pick. Yeah, and so I mean, I totally be yeah. nice. Yeah, I I love face masks. Yes, I yes. there are a few that I use that I really enjoy. They really relax me. They smell good. They feel nice. Um, two of them are exfol. I guess they're mostly exfoliating, mm -hmm. um, but not drying. And one of them is like a mm -hmm. chemical exfoliator, so it gives you that little Ooh, tingly feeling, nice. which I actually really enjoy. I, um, same. Yeah, because I feel like it's working. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, which is, yeah, I, I guess I, you know, I enjoy skincare. I really do. I don't want to give the impression that I'm against skincare. Yeah. I just think it can kind of be a little bit of a scam. Definitely. Definitely. You know? I think we really kind of agree on those basic points which is that yes like sometimes it's helpful it is nice like the ritual of it I really do enjoy that aspect I think people I think we need rituals just like yes. in general I think that mm -hmm. it is like helpful and good for people in general to have rituals that they do it like helps you like parse out the day it helps you just have some like structure in your life and uh, even adds like I feel like it adds meaning to our lives to have rituals. Yeah. But I mean, that's also something I think about is like, okay, so if we're like not as religious in general as a society, maybe, or just uh, as maybe we have been in the past, like replacing those kind of rituals with, with, with rituals that are just like oriented on the self, Mm -hmm. maybe there's something disturbing there too to explore but yes the cold anyway of the, yeah, the cold of the self like sometimes it's all we have so 
I don't know. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't know what to say. There's a lot well, it's back like there. Chloe Kardashian, you know, new face. New yeah. mom's new face. Sometimes Jack- all we have is ourself and we can just really explode those possibilities yeah. ourselves. Yeah. Uh yeah, it's it's new face season, all right? So break break out your doubles. Um <laughs> Yeah. Let's see. What else do we want to talk about? We are oh, do we want to talk about how we we're we're gonna have a guest on on this? Yeah, we're show. very special guest, very excited yes. to hear from this guest um do we is there some more stuff that we want to say or do we want to we want to call in our our guest i don't want to call in our guest i mean what do you think shit let's call in our goddamn let's call guest. In our goddamn guest um all right i'm gonna text the guest so the guest who's the guest the guest is uh an aquarius <laughs> love it um you know, someone who I think has a lot of experience with makeup, with skincare. Um, it's my sister, my sister Pearl. <laughs> Pearl Brasuelas. We love Pearl. Um, Pearl Tybee Brasuelas. She's gonna, I texted her, you're on. So <laughs> any moment now, he's gonna respond. <laughs> And until that moment, let's discuss a little bit of what we've been up to in the past day, past yeah, two days. Yeah, sure. What about you? Oh, <laughs> I uh, I gave myself a mullet. Looks great. Um, I feel really happy with how it turned out, actually. I was, like, very afraid while I was doing it because I was, like, I've never really cut my own hair. I've, I've given myself bangs before, and that didn't go well. <laughs> so I've it never doesn't seen. often go well let me just say <laughs> giving yourself things and they're done that yeah so I was scared but I'd kind of been talking about it for a while I'd been like should I do it yeah and then I finally which is something I really have to do like before I do anything I have to talk about it a lot also and then I'll, boom then I'll like finally reach a threshold and just do it really saturation as as point yeah exactly Oh, yeah. oh, we have a guest. <gasps> Miss Pearl, join the chat. Pearl, let's see. Hello. 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 Oh. Oh. Hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello. Shay. Beat. I'm Pearl. Thanks for joining. Yeah, very excited to discuss. Um, yeah, so we did some intro of you, Pearl. Um, do you want to do any self-intro? This is Pearl Brusuelas in the chat. Um, and we have her here to talk about skincare. Pearl, why do you think you're qualified to talk about skincare? Um, because I have had a long journey. <laughs> through skincare. It's something that I've struggled with throughout life. So yeah, I don't know. I've tried a lot of shit. So I feel like I can talk about it. it. Speak on it. Yeah. Um, so we've kind of been talking just, I mean, Maya and I have been talking a lot about our like skin related compulsions like picking and things our nasty like little habits our nasty little sick little nasty little habits. curvy little habits yeah. that we do you gotta love them yeah we i mean we can't get rid of them so what else can we do <laughs> um 
<laughs> we've been talking about that. Um, and we've also been talking a little bit about, um, like we talked about Khloe Kardashian's new face reveal, some kind of beauty standard. So if you have any thoughts on any of that, feel free to chime in on that. Um, you're making a face right now. What does that mean? Well, face reveal. Oh my God. Very shocking stuff. Yeah. We- it was shocking. And it's funny because a lot of people are always like, oh my, it's just contour. Like, and yes, you can do a lot with contour, but you can't reconstruct no. your face. No. Yeah. Also, I think with the whole like intense contouring and stuff that yeah. is really popular, one of the main trends, um, you know, a lot of people took those techniques from drag, yeah. and those are not meant for everyday makeup, you so know? true. Yeah. Uh, it looks fucked up. It looks, yeah, it looks, <laughs> it looks wrong. Up. Something is, yeah. Like, in the, in the light of day, you know? It's, it's not, it's not yeah, right. when you're not, not in right. the club, it, it, it no. looks a little fucked up. Um, um yeah i mean and we've also talked a little bit about like some of the glossier beauty stuff um i mean all three of us i would say have strong brows that's something we can all be proud of yeah for the listeners if you're not if you've never seen us just trust us (laughs) i feel like you can hear it in the tone of our voices you can hear it in our voices a strong um but yeah so i mean do you have any thoughts on the glossier trend stuff at all i mean I mean, that's kind of a look that I like because makeup for me is about, it starts with skin care and it starts with, <laughs> you can't, you have to start with the foundation. Yeah. We were talking about that from the inside out. Yes. I mean, there's like a wellness yeah. culture. I mean, there's some problems. I mean, Maya, what were we saying? Like, well, we just sort of, it can kind of play on people's insecurities around, um, I would say mental health or that conflating looking a certain way with being healthy, which I think is, um, I think that's the big problem with like the influencer style of like interfacing with followers and also just like celebrities, you know, we talked about celebrities who spend tons of money on Mm -hmm. skincare, but what they tell people to do is drink water and exercise and you know without accounting for the immense privilege that comes with being wealthy enough to yeah drink water is such bullshit when i used to have really bad acne people do you well do you drink enough water yes i drink water (laughs) it's not gonna clear your skin and also yeah i agree with that that the whole like glossier stuff it's like oh wow all of these people with really beautiful skin but why aren't we, you know, more normalizing acne? Acne is beautiful too, you know? Skin is what it is. Um, so. Pearl, do you want to talk about, I mean, this is a good transition. Do you want to talk about your experience just with having acne? And I mean, I know you went on Accutane. <laughs> I know <laughs> that that was like, honestly, a kind of a fucked up hard experience. Do you want to talk about what that's like at all? Well, it's funny because I tried a lot of stuff before, you know, my mom is very, you have to be beautiful. She's very concerned with beauty. (laughs) Yes. So she took me to so many doctors about, you know, I, I was even in a study where I I think it was like 15, 16. Uh 
I know. I got paid $500, which was sick. But <laughs> Hell yeah. Really <laughs> so I went to this one, uh, like, sort of big dermatologist. Um, and it wasn't even, they didn't even talk to me about my skin. I walked in and they were just like, so you're getting on Accutane. Your skin is really bad. You're going to get on Accutane. <laughs> and I was like, I guess, sure. But it was, it's a crazy drug. And a lot of people who I talked to also feel like they were kind of just pressured into it. Like you go to the dermatologist and they're like, well, if you want clear skin, you have to take Accutane. And it, it like peels your whole skin off. I would... Uh my car seat was really rough leather and it would give me a rash on my whole back. So your whole body, like, it's like your not just your face. Your no, whole your whole skin, skin is oh sensitive. I would like any, I would brush up against random things like mundane things and start bleeding. And I was like, what the fuck? Like your skin is so, so Ooh. it's like paper. It's like, it's like one ply toilet paper. <laughs> Holy fuck. That's so and you're kind of just like, anything I do will make me bleed, so oh fuck God. it. I had no idea. It was such a full-body experience. Yeah. Like. And you can't, you're not supposed to drink on it because it's really bad on your organs. Jeez. Nothing bad happens if you do drink, but <laughs> you're supposed to. <laughs> and I mean, it yeah, causes birth defects, too. I yeah. Mean, it is also, like, something I think about is, skin that's our body's biggest organ and it's mm-hmm. like all the stuff that we like put on it too like sometimes we don't know what's in skincare products but for you like on Accutane having your the organ that's like separates your your innards from the world being made so vulnerable fragile yeah like I yeah. I didn't even re- I mean and you're I remember it being tough for you but I didn't even know how bad it was in terms of like the full body experience did they like explain that to you at all when they were telling you to do it they don't talk to you about it like nothing was explained to me they were just like yeah you're gonna you're a lot all your acne is gonna surface and then it's gonna start to turn into hyperpigmentation which is like the little scars that pimples leave behind and then you'll be fine and you're supposed to go on it for six months tops Uh or nine months tops like people usually go on it between six to nine months and I was on it for 11 months yeah and a lot of people take it like twice in their lifetime or sometimes even three times yeah because you go to the derm and it's they're just like okay Accutane they really push it on people which is like I mean it's like any pharmaceutical product yeah rocks are just like write the script yeah and cash the check yeah Exactly. There's, there's like a big Accutane poster sponsored by Accutane in the background. <laughs> Literally. I was, and I, it was also, it was just weird because it was like I had to be on two kinds of birth control and like, oh. was, yeah. Why? And I had to pledge abstinence. <laughs> what? Why? Because they're like, because of the birth defects. Oh. oh, what? Jesus. What the fuck? You had to pledge abstinence? Did you sign you took a vow. Oh, no, yeah. They're like, you're part of the Catholic Church now. Guess what? Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to the Catholic Church, honey. <laughs> Clear skin cult. Yeah. <laughs> it's very cultish, yeah. So how, how long did it take for the acne that surfaced to go away? Like, what was that process? So it was probably like within two and a half months of being on Accutane my skin started to get really bad and it all surfaced Mm -hmm. 
and then I had it was intense acne for probably like five months and then it started to go to the hyperpigmentation and started healing and then it cleared up and then I was on Accutane for about a month when my skin was clear Mm -hmm. just to make sure yeah yeah what would you tell process yeah what would you tell I mean would you say it was worth it maybe it's a two-part question was it worth it and what would you tell somebody else who was gonna do it what would you what tips and tricks would you give them I mean my skin is pretty good I get breakouts occasionally because I, I just struggle with cystic acne um but it kind of was worth it. Depending on how your personal feelings on it, like on your acne, I don't know. I would tell somebody to do their own research and don't just go to the derm and let them talk you into it and just blindly kind of do it because that's how I felt. That it was being like, it was like being pushed on me. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, I would just tell somebody, do your own research. I don't know. I mean, so it's that's a hard question. Was it worth it? People ask me that a lot. I mean, severe acne can be like it can be really painful. Like you're like having. I definitely get acne, and there's been times when it's been bad. It was actually really bad when I was taking um, Adderall. Uh, it really, I would notice like because I wasn't even always consistent in taking it, but I would notice because it like didn't make me feel good in some other ways too but I would really notice like it would make my skin a lot worse and um it definitely I mean you do feel very self-conscious which you know maybe some of that can be like you know unlearned but if it's a lot if it's like a ton on your face it can be very painful I mean underground the cystic stuff it really doesn't feel good yeah it feels like you're wearing you have shit on your face like it feels like when I've had really bad cystic acne on like my forehead Mm -hmm. where it's like not very fleshy right like yeah very tight skin yeah bones I'm like I have little horns yes it feels like I am about to bust through yes I used to get them right here like in the horns yeah me too (laughs) and I'd be like don't fuck with me do you see this (laughs) don't don't that was actually the only time I kind of liked it because I kind of have like a weird fantasy where I want horns anyway so (laughs) having that I was like (laughs) hoping fingers crossed but yeah it does feel like there is something just gonna grow like bust out yeah uh, Yeah. I heard a story one time true or false I don't know someone got some spiders eggs laid in their skin oh god one day baby spiders that shit is I hate that shit too I can't imagine yeah all I'm saying is that is what I picture now yeah yeah uh unfortunately no I mean it is like you said pearl skin is like it is what it is like sometimes acne can look hot sometimes people have acne and I'm like honestly you look hot with the acne. Like it's, it's Agreed, like a look, yeah. like it's like, it's honestly a look right now. And, and it's like an accessory. Whatever. It's like yeah. makeup. Yeah. It's yeah. like, it's, it's giving you something. It looks cool. Um, 
but yeah, there's a lot of reasons to want to be rid of it because it is also, I mean, I, I also feel like the way that you're treated by other people, it's just like, can be so based on a not so many factors about your uh, appearance, but yeah. it can be like, to, I mean, you know, people can be a lot nicer to you sometimes. I mean, I've noticed that personally. Oh, yeah. Based same. on certain factors, even, you know, like weight or skin or whatever, yeah. people, just the way that you're treated can be completely different. And that can be really, there. obviously, there's just a lot of pressure, like, as a result yeah. of that, too. I mean, people will come up to you and as if it's, like, some kind of alien thing. They're like, what's that? What's on your face? What happened there? <laughs> yeah. people are like I remember once I had a like pimple on my nose and someone was like oh you got a piercing it's like does it look like a piercing (laughs) oh my god what do you want me to say right now (laughs) I stepped and thought my nose piercing was a acne before he realized he was like oh I just thought that was a pimple and then I was like no I actually got my nose pierced (laughs) okay (laughs) thank you thanks so much um yeah. I love it. Very nice, very sweet. Um do you want to talk about any I mean I kind of we Maya and I have already sort of talked about some stuff that that might be overhyped. We didn't get into like too many specifics, but do you want to talk about maybe like some of what you do now for your skin and maybe what works and what you think is kind of scammy? Yeah. Um sheet masks are honestly scammy I think that they are I agree like they feel nice and they're fun but it's like just in that moment yeah and but masks are I love the Aztec clay mask you mix it with apple cider vinegar you can get it at like Walgreens that one is super nice you like feel your pores being this shit being sucked out <laughs> and <it's super> <laughs> <sad>. <laughs> um honestly another thing people think you have to spend a lot of money on mm-hmm. skincare but you don't What's the like best CeraVe shit? is really nice. Mm. You yes. can get it at Walgreens. Yes, yes, yes. That's retinol really nice. and vitamin C, people. Retinol, retinol and vitamin C. And you can get that. Deferin. It's like pretty inexpensive. Also, Walgreens that I've used and I've liked. Yeah. Yeah. All that shit is good. I agree. Yeah. The face mask, like the sheet masks. I've I don't trust those. They they have weird shit in them. Yes. You don't know what's in them. The list of, a lot of ingredients is fragrance. Too long. You should never have fragrance in your skincare. Oh, boo! No, that will wreck <laughs> you. As someone yeah. with very yeah. sensitive skin, I've used like a single sheet mask and just felt this like inflammation begin. Yeah. Right. You know the itching, like yes, under the neck yeah. hives even like yes. You really? don't want to play around with that stuff. No. Yeah. It just sits on your face like yeah. it's not being into your no, skin no a lot yeah that was a big Definitely. I feel like that's kind of phased out a little bit but I remember when that kind of first started going on and um there were a few truthers out there who I really appreciated who were like anything that has a list of ingredients that long I remember like Sarah Yarrington Sarah Yarrington if you're listening thank you uh <laughs> but I remember her saying like kind of being a truther about it because there were so many ingredients again your biggest organ, whatever, that just I would not fucking want in my body, on my body. No. And it and it and, no. it and it didn't make my skin really feel better. It gave me like a snail traily sheen in the moment. Yeah. 
that was like a little glossy goo that yeah. was fine that I like. It doesn't feel right though. Like yeah, doesn't feel functional. No. Yeah. Um, so I'm anyway, those are it. over. Those are those are one of the bigger scams, I would say. And yeah. I and it does seem like they might be kind of on the decline. Some like, people still swear out. by them. Really, but it's it's not like this. It, the trend, the trend is like we've reached the downward curve of the trend. I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, yeah. I think that's um, probably good. Um, so I mean, what else do we want to talk about? I have a few other other notes here. Um, we could talk about some beauty pressures, beauty standards. We already kind of have touched on that. Maya, what do you think? Um, well, I think that makeup for me has always felt a little bit like a beauty pressure in terms mm-hmm. of the, I like makeup and I really like seeing people who are really good at makeup do mm-hmm. makeup. Um, mm-hmm. we were talking about Ugly Worldwide, who oh, yes. very artfully done yes. makeup, like very interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, she has beautiful, very clear skin, mm-hmm. but yeah. um it's less she struggles with eczema too. Okay, well that's interesting. I didn't know that. Um that. relatable. Yeah. Very relatable. <laughs> um, what I like about her is that she it's very creative with how she uses her face as a canvas. And that's, that's a side of makeup. That's like a makeup trend. I really, really like, I think the makeup trend that I don't really connect with is the like full face matte lip, like very Mm -hmm. contoured, um, look, which for me, I've had that done to me. Like Mm -hmm. I could never replicate it, but I've had someone do my makeup like that. And just just the physical sensation of having so much on your face so like drying like it really oh, makes yeah. me think of like people who do that every single day like is that I just don't really know how that feels it's just not really for me I guess you know it doesn't yeah. feel very good you like have to have a, a sort of intense skincare routine I feel like in order to use that kind of makeup every day because because I feel like it is kind of hard on your skin like you're saying I mean yes. we both have really sensitive skin I guess I think we all do yeah yeah but um like I've had some experience using like more of a full face uh like kind of contour all that and it feels fucking horrible I mean I like immediately feel like itching kind of and yes. drying Itchy and, and, and then I want to I can't I like can't it feels horrible on my skin and I and it makes me want to have like a little meltdown about it like throw a fit yeah and my acne was really bad I used to do that too and it was probably making my skin worse yeah because you wanted to like cover it it up yeah yeah um well one thing that I think when I had I would wear foundation like really it was like Neutrogena mineral powder like mm. from eighth grade through mm-hmm. like my sophomore year of college or something literally never changed it um probably like terrible for your skin a lot of powder foundations have like mica yes. in them or like minerals 
like crunchy little mineral chunks. like talc too talc yes in some of the shit yes. which they have found Very i mean weird. now there's like a huge public lawsuit about talcum powder oh really in relation to breast oh, cancer really? yes yeah, so, oh shit um oh shit <laughs> that has been a huge huge well, thing there you go um but yeah when i was getting cystic acne i was like like getting in there like trying to brush it brush it up but it's textured you know like you can see that shit it's not just like a red spot on your face it's like a lump hello Hello. i I mean i i totally relate it it's not didn't necessarily make it better but maybe it made me feel better at the time to have it on yeah gosh it's also just a journey about finding you know what you like what works for your skin everybody's skin is so different that like when people ask me oh my gosh like what is your skincare routine or whatever I'm like you know I just use sunscreen vitamin c retinol and spot treatment alcohol is a nice spot treatment it's just about like finding what is right for you and there's so much like bad advice or weird advice like put toothpaste on your on your acne put this don't put toothpaste just don't it doesn't it doesn't feel good it doesn't work yeah dry Uh, that shit out yeah uh what was i gonna say oh something that when we were talking about ugly worldwide and how like she does such cool shit with makeup um and also in relation to when we were talking about how acne can sometimes look uh hot and cool i feel like rico nasty I don't know if it was for a music video or something, but she like did her makeup where she like purposely did pimples, like makeup, like fake makeup pimples, like huge, like Mm. a huge big one on her face in a very like cartoonish kind of way. And it looked so fucking cool. It like, that's that's sick. I love that. I mean, obviously she's a fucking genius, like, and always like the, yeah, like she she's very like creative and like explores a lot with how she looks and that I thought was really cool. I was like very struck by that. I see it more in modeling too. Like mm-hmm. models with acne are being featured more heavily. I feel like there's like a yeah. there's like a people are like quote unquote reclaiming in like a yeah. high fashion sense like blemishes and um, right. um flaw like skin flaws, which I think is cool. Of yeah, course, yeah, it's all marketing, too. right? Like, right, and it's also uh, like people. If you're like, oh, yeah. you're like a model, yeah, it's you can like, like pull that off. Some little yeah. plebeian like yeah. me is like, <laughs> like I can't fucking. <laughs> I'm not. It's not gonna be the same. But we like to see it. We'll take we it. Like to see it. it. We'll take it. Fuck. <laughs> That's all they'll give us. We'll take it. Fuck. <laughs> 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 um, I mean, it's something too that I think about in terms of I mean we're all on zoom we're all looking at each other right now yeah but I feel like I'm constantly confronted by my own image like I think that's like a feature of our this this day and age this this lifetime yeah it's like I am constantly you know if I FaceTime someone or zoom or whatever or I mean I'll take a selfie I love to take a selfie I took some before this zoom call because I thought the light was in nice preparation. In we love to see it. Yeah, exactly. Um, but in any case, I feel constantly confronted by my own fucking face, my by my visage. visage. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Great mind. Um, wow. Uh, 
but what do you think about that? I mean, I feel like that adds to the pressures in a lot of ways and that the Instagram filter stuff too, like the elf filter. Yeah. I, if I could, if I could never take it off, I would be happy. I would <laughs> love to. I, I mean, I save all the ones where I'm like, someday if I live to see the day where you can do some kind of ins where insane body modification is like normalized to a degree some non-invasive surgery where I'm just like give some freckles here and there some horns whatever I love that I love it I would love that too I um one of my grandfathers who he likes to garden a lot uh my grandpa Dane my namesake uh he likes to garden a lot whatever and um just before i even say this you know he's completely fine but he had some skin cancer spots like at the top of his ear and so what they did was they cut his both of his ears it just to get the spots off whatever um which totally worked but he looked like a little elf i mean i thought it was so so cool i was like i want that that looks sick (laughs) That's very sweet. Um, yeah, in the sweet. garden. Yes, in the garden. So it is, acce- I mean, you know, could be accessible. Uh, yeah. well, what else do we want to talk about, team? I don't know. I feel like always having your image, like you're saying, just constantly being confronted by your image, is making our generation's body dysmorphia just rage. Because yeah. especially when, like, you're confronted with just a moment of what you look like, yeah. and it's not really whole like you're like in motion or something yeah or you would never it's like right you would never see yourself like that normally except now everyone has a camera you know documenting like every second I mean I I used to get really mad at people for taking my picture without asking yeah because I just really hated being surprised you know like I if I, I just didn't want, I just didn't want that. Also, cause it is like trapping. Like it can, you can feel, okay. You're like feeling free in this moment. You're mentally free of like being confronted yes. by your yeah. own image. And you're just like hanging out and you're living your life and you're like cooking or something. Let's take you're, a pic. Yeah, you're, it's like very nice. Uh, and then I'm like, suddenly out of nowhere, you get hit with that, <laughs> that pic, that screenshot, that screenshot of you in that <laughs> one moment. Like I mean, I've seen pictures of myself that, there are pictures in my tagged on Facebook that I would love to yes, yes. throw, just like flamethrow burn <laughs> off the face of the fucking earth. Same. But they're not so even upsetting. in your control. Yeah, yeah or like I'm upsetting. making like a little face where I like look like a dinosaur and I'm like, do I seriously like is that do you remember how I look? <laughs> Do you remember Poot Lovato? Mm-mm. Do you you know Poot Lovato? Okay. I was on Tumblr's so tell me, um, tell me more. maybe it was tumblr specific there was this heinous picture of demi lovato <laughs> that someone took where it's like fully in the f- <laughs> it's like the full flash of the pap- paparazzi like basically like made her look like a bald baby no. <laughs> featureless oh. like bald baby oh. and people said that that was her like cousin poot <laughs> <gasps> what <laughs> You never saw this picture? No. You feel hateful, hateful. Hateful, People that's very. <laughs> I mean, obviously, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's okay. uh, yeah. Bullying works. Bullying works. It is funny. Very evil. <laughs> that's considering. Yeah, it's super horrible. Up. I mean, and yeah. 
Ugh, he and, has and not also, had an easy life, too. No, I will say. no, no. Good this lord, is crazy. Struggled with a lot yes, of shit. Yes, it does. Uh, I even listen. No love lost for the Kardashian Jenners, but there was even that picture <laughs> of was it Kylie? It was Kylie, and she like she wasn't wearing a full face. Like, right when she was just an your average looked, white girl. She just looked normal, whatever. She was just yeah. getting some yeah. fucking chips. She was in her sweatpants, whatever. And people shat themselves about it. People acted like, oh my God, like, is there something, like, is she sick? Like, I don't know. They yeah. acted like it was, like, so fucked up for her to look that way. And then, yeah. like, a week later, she staged, like, some candid, like, look at, this is, you know, some candid, in a full face. It's like, that's how people look. Like, people look. Yeah, like but I feel like if she could be more honest with her fan following, then people wouldn't freak they out wouldn't so much. Trip. Yeah, it's so true. Yeah. Like, tell us what's going on. It really exposed, like, how much darker she makes her skin, too. Oh, my gosh. How many more shades. with those freaks. (laughs) And, like, the lip work. Yeah, yeah. Like, the eyebrows, the jaw, like, everything is just done to such an extent that, like, that's what freaks me out. And it really is, Carly said, like, that was meant to be like I think a lot of that does come from drag or like the larger than life like over feminine like mega feminine kind of thing Um, which is just yeah high feminine thing which is uh kind of freaky to see just like yeah in any minute of any day you know what I mean yeah it also is like the I feel like that kind of makeup is almost meant to be captured like in a 2D image because they're constantly getting their yeah, taken so all true. the time and and having like you can make yourself look so extremely different especially, yeah. especially really like on camera on like mm-hmm. a 2D image whatever with that kind of stuff and so maybe that's part of it too it's just like they're constantly expecting to have their image like taken that's mm-hmm. it's like stage makeup yeah but just all it the is. time yeah, yeah. totally no, yeah. Uh, so it's extra extreme I think yeah. seeing that even just in person would give you a totally different experience than seeing it just whatever but yeah the Kardashians really are their own special case I think I think it's hard to say like what they're influencing and what's influencing them because it's like this yeah. horrible snake eating its own tail type of situation right right. I definitely associate a lot of what we've been talking about with them and Mm -hmm. they're like kind of the heart of this bizarre culture beast I mean they're the beauty standard right now like even if it's all surgical they are the mainstream beauty standard yeah and that like fashion nova like type of body yeah is what I think of yeah good point it is this very like you're saying, Maya, this like extreme, almost like drag femininity yeah. of like your waist is like so, so tiny. Half the size of your and hips. Then, yeah, then you're like this like fertility god, like <laughs> ass. And then it is like an it's so extreme. I mean, I mean, the yeah, the pictures of Kim, I and this is like, I'm like, then I get into this place where I'm like, am I just like, criticizing women you know where yeah. i'm like i'm all self-conscious it's dangerous. it's dangerous ground but we're here to push boundaries yeah. my feeling is it's like 
<laughs> yeah, we're in this third wave feminism, or like the the idea of third wave feminism, basically, or like or choice feminism, I guess, is right? Where anything you do is if you make a choice, it's if feminist. If you make a choice, it's feminist. If you that, chose to do it, it's feminist. Yeah. But I also think it's really important to just be honest about why, why people make choices and yes. that it's, is it really that radical to, I mean, it's one thing if you're navigating the world in a certain way and right. those choices are what's, you know, making your life better on a material level you know that you right, can actually yeah. see right. it's another thing if you're like this is just like me this is just like who I am yeah but yeah that's what makes me so upset because these beauty standards are based off of an unrealistic person yeah like, Kylie Jenner wasn't born like that and if she could just talk about I was insecure so I got a bunch of surgery then it could be like okay be cool cool yeah then yeah. that is sort of choice feminism. Or maybe not even lying. cool, but at least it would be, like, transparent. At least it would be... Yeah. Honest. And there's exactly. so... I mean, there's already, like, Instagrams dedicated to pinpointing every detail of celebrities' faces that's gotten Jeez, work yeah. done. You know, yeah. like, that's how obsessed with this, I know. this kind of <sighs> shit people are, and it's like, that's, that's what's exhausting to me. Yeah. You know, yeah. is the obsession around that. I mean, it has to healthy. feel horrible in to be so highly scrutinized like that. I mean, I do feel like there have been many examples of many stars who really suffered under that high level of scrutiny. I, Amy Winehouse is someone I always think about. Iconic Virgo, absolute. I love her so much. I love her music so much. And that high scrutiny, I think, uh, really play, like was a huge toll on her. I, Frank Ocean has famously avoided all sort of like spotlight. You know, he could, yeah. he really could be so much more in the spotlight and whatever if yeah. he wanted to, but he's really, really avoided that. And people who are, like Maya, you sent me a post on Twitter today of someone I think it was Donatella Versace's face. Yes! And that they, was so like, scary! They took, I mean, she's gotten a lot of plastic surgery, but they basically took it and they, like, closed her mouth and, like, gave her, like, a smile. They I made mean, her like, look, like, 30 years younger. Like, and, yeah, and they did all this. And not only that, but they, like, completely changed her expression. Like, not just yes. the structure of her face, but, like, what face she was making like every little thing they were like I'm looking at it right now yeah they were like fixed it like it's this Instagram account called fixed you with two U's and they like gave her you know she kind of has like a like a more like aquiline like bulbous nose they gave her this super pointy little baby little like (laughs) elfin nose and then someone this is so funny someone commented she did not need editing angry face swearing she is beautiful in her own way, just like the rest of us. <laughs> and then the account responds, deforestation is a bigger problem. Focus on that. Do not return to my page. Hard heart. <laughs> Honestly, genius. Like, that's I mean, a hilarious okay, they're, they're just doing what they're going to do, you know? They're just, yeah. a, they're just like a freak online, like we all are. Yeah. Um, just like contributing to the insane swill of the internet absolutely i mean pearl we've talked about this uh 
and Maya mentioned this a little bit, but like our mom has only very recently, and I don't know, she's in her like late fifties now, sort of talked about the pressure that she felt in a profession where she was, I mean, she was like a trial lawyer for a long time. So I think she felt an extreme pressure to look a certain way that matched what like a jury, a jury of your peers, what everyone would think is like, this person looks credible or this person looks like someone I'd want to believe or someone who whatever. And I think she felt like a ton of pressure to look a certain way. And I do think that probably succumbing to that pressure and really focusing on that has probably made her life materially easier, I would imagine. And what probably caught, I know it's caused her some psychological distress I think in a lot of ways I don't think it's like in the healthiest thing in some ways but it absolutely has uh probably positively materially influenced her life I mean she wasn't wrong to read that that uh that she was be that the way that she was being perceived was going to um like have a big influence her career yeah Yeah, I mean that's a lot of women Uh, especially like as women too. like yeah. there is just such an expectation and that generation too I feel like the like gen x women uh that was like I feel like that was a big generation where it was this shift of like women okay we've got feminism going on now so yeah. so what's gonna happen now is you're going to you're gonna work like just as hard as the men but harder to like be better I mean this is like kind of like parroting some stuff my mama said to me she was like I felt like I had to be better than the men at what I was doing like tougher and meaner and harder but also still have these like beauty standards and like they're my choice kind of because I'm like you know doing my feminine kind of but are they really I mean they're not really fully you can't just not make that choice it's kind of a forced choice yes when it comes to a point of like this you know whatever I'm getting work done or I'm you know spending this many dollars worth of makeup every single year like when that's increasing your stat like when that materially impacts your life is that a choice? Wrong. There's yeah. something a no, little sir. weird no, there. It's, a, it's absolutely a for Your hand is completely being forced. But I think, like, yeah. I just feel like that generation of women, more so than some others, was just mm-hmm. getting it from all sides. It was like, you got to be, if you have kids, you know, you got to be a good mom and you got to, like, you know, do whatever the household expectations of, like, laundry and cleaning and whatever else and then also I just feel like that was a I think now we're kind of moving past some of that and I think also maybe in terms of some of the the physical pressures for having to look Mm -hmm. a certain certain way I know like maybe the obsession with like thinness uh which is related I think to all of this um Mm -hmm. is like a little bit loosened up like some of those, yeah. some of those reins are like a little bit loosened up. Um, yeah, tough spot. <laughs> Definitely forced choices. Yeah. Definitely like forced choices. Yeah, and then, rule our lives. Uh, it is. It's True. also frustrating. And then I'm gonna, then I'm gonna chill out. But it's also frustrating. <laughs> and then I'm gonna chill the fuck out. It's frustrating to feel like 
like you're saying, Maya, in the, in the choice feminism, that if I'm making a choice, even if really it feels like a forced choice, then I have to like celebrate all the choices I make. I have to celebrate because they're feminists. Like, mm-hmm. oh my God, like I'm so, I'm so proud. Like I am so um, empowered to like have this body. And I really like, I don't want to have to be proud of myself either. That's a force. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't want to have to, I don't want to have to hype up every like part of how I look and, and what is going on with me because maybe, you know, maybe that's not actually how I feel or maybe like, mm-hmm. I don't want to have to, you know, well, it just, it shows how intense the like pressure and scrutiny is to just at least address it. Yes. And that's a lot yes. to do with social media to me is like, uh-huh. we exist more and more visually mm-hmm. and, totally. um, the image that you're presenting becomes like even more important than your interaction with people in real life at a certain point, because you're interacting more with people you don't know online probably than people you don't know in real life. So yeah, I mean, I have my own feelings about like those public displays of, of, uh, pride or, I don't know. There's a lot to say there. I think that's yeah. a really good conversation um, to to touch on, Shade. <laughs> uh, I would love to discuss more because that that cap what you're talking about captures a lot of relevant uh, discussion around social media too. Absolutely. I feel like you have to sort of provide like an account of yourself, and that mm-hmm. is yeah. partially by sharing your image, and some of it is some of providing an account for yourself too is saying like, I am going to post this selfie and I'm not wearing makeup. And I'm going to say like, no makeup. I'm actually no makeup yeah. or like, yeah. I never post. Yeah. I yeah. never post my face with no makeup, but I thought I would today yeah. because I'm feeling really good about myself. Yeah. I'm feeling, like, yeah. Or like, I'm feeling really vulnerable. Like, like you're and like performing like a certain vulnerability too, which maybe yeah. true and felt to some degree, but then also it's like mediated through Instagram. So then you also have to like explain it, and your caption is like three paragraphs long, and it's like people. I don't know, like, that, the image that I have online is not somebody that, like, I associate with, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's kind of an alter ego of myself, uh-huh. and just, like, stuff that I Ready think is, like, us. cool, yeah, I, that's, and, that, and that's I tell people, fun. Like, this, like, yeah, yeah cool. it is fun, right? And it's, like, whatever, I, I don't need to share a lot of personal things, but this guy, to this morning, actually, this happened today, this guy kept DMing me and kept DMing me, and then finally, I just wouldn't respond because I wasn't interested. And then he was like, you're such a bitch. And I was like, you don't, oh yeah, he, he started like going off. And so I told Classic. him, no, I don't owe you shit. And you're just mad because you want to get to know me and I'm not interested. And he was like, well, I already know you through your online persona. And I was like, you don't know anything. <laughs> like, oh the fact God, that people think that they so have a right creepy. to your identity, yeah. it's like, and it can go, it can get all mixed up too. Like yeah. that, oh God, I mean, that like self-perception too, I feel like sometimes yeah. I can get, I can like get confused about my self-perception <laughs> based on yeah. like social media 
like identity I've created for myself. That's fucking annoying. I'm sorry that you had to deal with that. That's what's his, I mean, what's his handle? Yeah. Shout out, shout him out handle? on the pod. <laughs> fucking, what is his handle? I don't even remember. It was like young slime or some shit. <laughs> Oh my god, mid-conversation too, when I was telling this fool off, he changes his name to I'm smarter than you. Oh, and I'm like, okay. That's so embarrassing, dude. Okay, dude. <laughs> right, because you know all about me. So what's the lesson here? Lesson here, I mean, I think that there has to be a healthy removal from like your online presence and yourself. At least that's for me that has really helped. And Tell people off when they're dumb. No, great lesson. I love that one. Second, (laughs) endorse that lesson. (laughs) He is Uh, not smarter than you. No, clearly. (laughs) Obviously, he wouldn't have to announce it if he was. That's embarrassing. That's pretty classic, though. Fucking loser. Um. Okay. So, what? Something I'm worried about is a, a technical issue. Not to kill the vibes. Uh, Pearl. Um, how, how long do you think you've been on? We, we're only allowed, according to Zoom, to have a guest on for 40 minutes based on our Zoom plan. So I don't remember. Okay. Well, I don't want to, though. <laughs> I know. It's been fun. Okay. So they have this, this orange has been sitting on my windowsill and it's like hella greasy. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, and that's a great segue for our next topic. Oh, so let's get into it, guys. <laughs> Oil protection. Um, all right. Scared. Well, Pearl, you were a great guest. Thank you so much. Thanks, for Pearl. Joining this is us. Fun. Yeah, it was including me. Uh, shout out, Young Slime. Young Slime. <laughs> you are smart. You are worthy. You are special. You are king, and you deserve everything. Yes, this is a safe space for you. (laughs) The world is your safe space, hon. All right, all right, Pearl, we'll talk to you later. Thank you so much. (laughs) Signing off. Wonderful. Fabulous. That was so sweet. That was our first guest. Our first guest. Thank you so much. Yeah. I think that was a that was a good first guess. I liked that quite a bit. I liked how personal it was. Um, I th- I mean, obviously, Pearl is just a fun, funny person to talk to yeah. about stuff like this, and I think she had a lot of good, uh, a lot of good insights. Insights, exactly. Definitely, definitely. Um, what else do we want to talk about in our wrap up? I mean, we could talk about the force. Proud of yourself. It sounds like you have some some thoughts on that. For sure. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, I feel like, I mean, it honestly could even deserve its own episode in terms of like performing online. Like, what does it mean to be online? You know, and I think that we've just scratched the surface. Yeah, there is so much. There's a a subcutaneous level um, to this, this skin oh gosh yeah there's so skin much layer that we've just discussed today um but yeah the performative aspect of being online is something that I've thought a lot about in terms yes. of my own online presence 
but I also find myself being very critical of others about, which <laughs> I love to be critical. So <laughs> you can imagine how much uh, me too. I mean, mistakes up <laughs> for me to think about. Um, but I kind of just, you, I mean, I err on the side of like most of what you see online is fucking fake. It's yeah. fucking bullshit. It is. It can just feel ah, like kind of dissociative too when I when I can't square my um and yeah, absolutely. I think we could do a whole episode on this. When I can't square my experience of a person who's like a friend of mine, the in-person experience <laughs> that I have of them, the online experience that yes. I have of them. I sometimes I feel distressed. <laughs> it's very distressing. It's very, very disturbing. And some people can be incredibly charismatic online and be like horrible fucking to hang out dweebs. with. Yeah, fucking fucking weird little dweebs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my fear is that I'm like cooler online than I am in real life um, mm-hmm. because I'm pretty fucking sick online. Sicko mode online. Fucking uh, sicko. Very cool IRL. I'll, I'll you know. Listeners, take note. <laughs> take note, okay? What I'm about to say is fact. <laughs> what I do online is for my friends and my friends alone. And should a tweet of some kind become viral, I didn't do it for the likes. I did it for my friends. Okay? Thank you. And that's how I live my online life. life. Okay? Oh God. Same. God. I'm going to say same here. And I honestly, I do feel some <laughs> deserve shame for how I act online. I absolutely do. And there are some people who I know cannot probably square their experience of me as a shape-shifting Libra rising Gemini sun. Listen, I can be friends with a lot of people and there's some people who are probably friends with me. Maybe they were my sorority sisters. Shout out to you girls. If you're listening, which you're probably not. <laughs> Shout out to you girls. Shout out to you girls. They might not like some of the ways that I behave on Twitter. I could imagine. I might. Well, you're brave for that. Thank you. You're I brave some, for I'm that. I'm really glad that you said it. You I know who else is brave? I think somebody needed to. At the end of the day, Khloe Kardashian. Absolutely. Well, me, but <laughs> the... I just can't, the strength that it takes to post such a, an obviously augmented image of Mm -hmm. yourself just out into the world in, in 2020, Mm -hmm. when anyone can get online and write a tweet and go viral at your expense. Absolutely. That is brave. Actually. Any attention is good attention. Uh, True. And that is true for me. Fact. True for the stars. (laughs) So... They're just like us. They're just like us. Um, They're fucking pathetic. <laughs> absolute losers. Yeah. <laughs> sad little losers. <laughs> lonely, lonely, sad little people. Okay. But if anyone wants to go viral, by the way, by calling me a dumbass idiot, I would love to see it. Like, it would make me so happy. Nothing would make me. <laughs> no, give me a t- I mean, you want to expose me? Expose me. There's plenty. There's plenty. I have left a paper trail for you to find my idiocy. (laughs) And it is begging, begging to be revealed. So one thing you could do is like and subscribe. 
to the Now More Than Ever podcast, which has That's brought you step. so much incredible content over the past three weeks. Yes, yes, um, yes. And rate us on goddamn <sighs> iTunes. That's right. Five, Five stars. stars, baby. Five stars, baby. We'd baby. love to see it. We'd love it. We'd appreciate it. We'd love to see it. We need to see it. We have to see it. We have to see it. <laughs> to believe so, it. What are we going to talk about next week? Ooh. Well, Ooh. <laughs> you go. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, we haven't discussed it, but it could be a good time to get into a little more of what irks us online. Ah. Uh, I the, think we're ready. I yeah. think we're ready. I'm, I'm actually itching to discuss it. <laughs> um... Well, what do you think? What are some ideas you, you have for, for next episode? Because I'm very interested in talking about things that are upsetting and irksome online. Mm-hmm. There's so much. Well, discuss. the way that we started this episode was a direct call out of a little podcast that some people will refer to as the Red Scare podcast. And mm-hmm. the way that we ended was discussing a performative um, personality online. So I feel like there's a good... Uh, almost a linear connection there. Red scare takedown Red scare takedown. <laughs> Next episode, we're going to talk about being blackpilled and what's bullshit. Exposed for the listeners everywhere. They are the threat. Um, I would be very interested in talking about uh, being performative online. Something I love to do. Mm-hmm. something that nothing like it nothing better nothing like it feels amazing everybody does it and some of the ways that i think uh people are doing it wrong or people are doing it in ways that yes. i object to mm-hmm. and i want to be object into a microphone on air so let's do it let's do it i right. love that lots to think about lots to think about all right shall we wrap this up i think let's wrap uh, it up. we're gonna say let's wrap it up <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Good luck, everyone, with your skincare routines. Uh, it's all you have. <laughs> well, is it? <laughs> Hopefully not, but, uh, <laughs> well. Um, good luck with your rituals. Let's just Good say luck that. with your rituals. Good luck with all your rituals. Enjoy your sensuality on this planet we call Earth because... Yeah. It is 2020, we are all inside, and we need something to hold on to more than ever. They are extremely boring. I don't want to hear two uninfused white girls slurring words while they muse about absolutely nothing.